Welcome listeners, you have found your way to Only Trying to Help, the podcast where we try to help you help other people who you love and care about. I'm Kate Watson, I'm here with Leslie. How goes it, my friend? I'm great, Kate. Thanks for asking. How are you? <laughs> you know, sometimes you sing. Do you know that you do that sometimes? I do. And that time... I'm sorry. <laughs> and that time you didn't You didn't really sing. It was more like a like a rhyme, like it almost had a nursery rhyme feel. It was, it's good. I never know what we're going to get. It's wonderful. I've been reading a lot of books with um, iambic pentameter recently, so <laughs> I think I've begun to speak in rhyme. Sorry. I honestly haven't even heard iambic pentameter <laughs> since high school. Um, So thanks for that trip down memory lane. You are so welcome. (laughs) So um, I have to know, this is is related to today's topic. Have you ever tried to share a personal problem with someone who just started talking about themselves the whole time? Yes. (laughs) And that's one of the most frustrating things that can happen, uh, especially if you're about to sort of divulge something that's, you know, um, a tender subject. Yeah. Right. You want to say, come back here. Come back here. Yeah. Um, So how did you feel when that happened? Um, I would say, like, kind of caught off mid process. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like, yeah. um, like I had something I needed to get out there and I needed a reaction or something and I needed to talk about it. And instead of being able to maybe workshop through that or, or emote, I was sort of put, you know, back in the situation of the listener slash supporter. Oh, I'm, I'm taking a deep breath. Cause I just feel like this happens to me a lot. And it may be, if you know, for as you as a counselor, I think that you know if you are in that stage or that's kind of who you are as a person, we're probably much more susceptible to that. I, I think that might have been what I was where I was going. As I think, I think I may be susceptible to this because I pride myself on being a very good listener. Um, and you said it, it cuts you off mid process. That that's actually not how I had thought about it before. But once you put it in those words, Leslie, I thought. That's exactly how it feels for me. I've I've shared on this podcast before that um, I'm a pretty guarded person most of the time. Like in regular life, I don't I don't dump a lot of my stuff on other people. I tend to keep a lot of things to myself. So on that rare moment where I decide, okay, I'm going to share this thing that's that's going on in my life, I tend to spoon feed it to people really slowly, and I might offer just like one little thing that's going on in my life, thinking we're going to eat into this bigger story and quickly the person I'm talking to says oh that happened to me let me just tell you so last week blah 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 and then I never get back to the train of thought that I was on so it's it does feel like it cuts me off um, in in mid-process why do you think people do this why do you think people begin to talk about themselves when maybe they ought to just be listening to a person in need I think it's just human nature. That's how we relate to people. Um, you know, you had this situation while well, I had this situation and we are on the same team and, you know, we're in this together. And, um, and in many ways, I think that that's actually a, a, a fun communication method. 
and so like you know for me as that's that's a natural thing for me um and so maybe that's why I'm like it's human nature it's leslie nature um, <laughs> <laughs> um you know I, I think that looking back i'm like oh man i botched that and for someone like you kate like your relationship with a lot of people can be a little like counseling mm-hmm. you know maybe it, for some people it, it's accidentally a little one-sided does that make sense sometimes yeah um it does sometimes feel that way um which is sucks because like you're you're not getting paid for that <laughs> i'm off the clock people. <laughs> right. um it's it does sometimes feel that way and that's a that's a recipe for disaster in relationships because it just starts to build resentment you know if i feel like i'm always giving to people and i'm always listening to them and they're not really reciprocating that it's right it's not a healthy dynamic um but you, you know you've made so many good points leslie about how well-meaning this is and again that's something we say almost every week we're talking about things that well-meaning people do when they're trying to be helpful and i think you're absolutely right that people do this when they're trying to connect yeah they're trying to relate and they think this is a good way to do that i'll tell my story about a time that happened to me here's the problem or some of the problems um one it tends to steal attention away from the person who you're trying to help like they're not worthy of a few moments of your time and attention and and this relates to me um or or resonates with me i'm sorry because i can think of relationships i've been in where i might say oh gosh you know i had this really difficult day today and this thing happened and maybe my partner in this case responds with oh me too and and it happened you know by 10 o'clock today I was in the worst mood and I got an argument Mm -hmm. with my boss and I'll tell you when I'm trying to make a point about what just happened I will usually respond by saying don't you have any questions about what I said (laughs) and it's super awkward just let me just be clear about that usually there's this freeze there's this pause where the person's like wait what (laughs) Like, you didn't want to hear my story? No, I didn't. I wanted to share my story. So it's important not to steal attention away from the person you're trying to help. And as I'm telling this example... I'm aware that, you know, we have that habit on this podcast of getting lost in a lot of you's and I's and he's and she's. So sometimes it's helpful to make that same example with like some names. So let's say, you know, um, Bob wants to talk about something going on in his life and he tells it to Carol and Carol says, oh, Bob, that happened to me once and here's how I handled it. And then Carol's talking about herself. Um, And sometimes that leaves Bob feeling like he wasn't even worth of attention or, or, or Carol isn't even interested in my story. Carol only wants to talk about herself. I do think it's a common thing that people will say like, oh, um, you know, money's really tight for me this week. I'm stressed out about money. Yeah. And then the friend responds with, oh, I'm late on all my bills yeah, and exactly. I'm going to get evicted from my apartment. And it's like, well, damn. Like, right. okay. <laughs> well, so clearly you win. Right. right. Oh, you win. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, it, it's, it's a way of dismissing and kind of shutting up a person by one-upping them. But another thing I thought of that that creates a problem here when people decide to talk about themselves instead of listening to another person is that it puts the person you're trying to help in a position where they're taking care of you. Right. So it's like, I think that we, this happens in a lot of situations where someone might say, you know, Oh, my boyfriend broke up with me and my heart is broken. 
And the, you know, person B responds by saying, well, I just got a divorce. So how do you think I feel? (laughs) Oh, the, how do you think I feel? Yeah. And now, and now person A is taking care of person B. Person A probably mentioned the breakup because person A wanted a little support. Mm -hmm. And person B said, I'm going through something worse. So please take care of me instead. And no one actually puts it in those words ever, but it's the message that is sent. I'm just doing that because you looked like you had something oh, to I was, say. I was actually going to take off my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I might leave this in. <laughs> Listeners, I just passed the microphone to Leslie and gave her a little nod, like, go ahead, like, be brilliant. And she said, oh, I just wanted to take off my shoes. <sighs> and you know what's great? I've had my shoes off the whole time, so... I was inspired. I support this. All right, well, while you take off your shoes, I'm going to add another thing to our list of uh, potential landmines or problem areas when we decide to self-disclose and talk about ourselves. Um, The last one I have is I think this leaves some folks feeling exposed. Let me explain what I mean by that. I'm going to make up another example with some more fake people. Um, uh, Kelly uh, decides to tell... Sally, that Kelly is arguing with her mom and having a tough time um, in her relationship with her mom. And Sally jumps in with, oh, yeah, that happened to me. And I was fighting with my mom for years and we didn't talk and all these problems. And what happens there is Kelly ends up feeling exposed because Kelly shared something that didn't fully get uh, processed or resolved and it's just left hanging or dangling out there like mm-hmm. off a cliff and for a lot of people that leaves them feeling a big amount of regret about ever having shared this thing at all like why did I even bring it up why did I mention I was a, having a fight with my mom Sally just took this made it all about her now I'm here listening to her talk about her problems and I didn't get my help at all so we've covered a few things um, it might make a person feel like they've kind of been dismissed or they're not worthy of time and attention. It might make a person feel like you've won up to them. It maybe makes them feel like they have to take care of you. I'm doing a lot of they's here again. Um, it might make the person who has a problem where you're trying to help feel like you're not listening or like they are feeling exposed. Um, <laughs> so I, I think now's a good time. Um, you You were telling me, about a friend of yours who's a little bit guilty of this. What what was it that happened? So many years ago, um, I'm just going to go out. In high school, I had a friend. And um, she just had some real, real shit-tastic things happen in her life. Things that, is, you know, a 16-year-old, you know, doesn't have the grit <laughs> to deal with. Um, I just made that, like, that was like a side wink because we just recorded a great episode. Um, but, um, so, you know, but like a 16-year-old going through things that, like, you know, she wasn't equipped to and, and my heart goes out to her mm-hmm. uh, having dealt through those things. And so a lot of our friendship was her talking through the things that were happening, her telling me about her life and me sort of being like, wow, that's that's really hard and you're so amazing for you going through that and I, I do think that she you know she is um however here's here's the thing that happened I had a real shitty thing happen to me um and this was in college and after years and years and years of having phone dates with her and hearing all about you know all the things that were happening 
career things or school things, whatever the case was, um, I finally had a thing, capital T, to talk about. And um, she's never been more silent in her life Mm -hmm. when I told her that. And it was a little crushing. Mm -hmm. Um, But she just just was absolutely silent. And that was the last time that we spoke on the phone after like having probably like phone dates every other week. Um, So that to me was like a, wow, I realized at that moment that I had accidentally one upped her Mm. or I don't even know if it was a one up so much as I experienced something that was, you took your turn. I took my turn. (laughs) I didn't mean to, I would have rather not. Um, but, and I realized at that moment that this friendship really wasn't a two way street Mm -hmm. and it was really, um, a difficult, especially because I was going through such a hard time in general, but that really like, you know, I say like, Oh, you really find out who your friends are. Um, she wasn't necessarily a fair weather friend. She, I was her foul weather friend. Mm. I was the person that she was talking to when she was upset about things and when she was, you know, sad or when she was frustrated or when she was, you know, indignant or whatever the case was, I was there for her. And as soon as I had like actually something to talk about, that was the end of our, of our friendship, which is sad. Yeah. I mean, it's sad in so many ways, and, and one one way that it's sad that stands out is that it seems like your friend, um, let's just call her, you, you can give your friend a name. <clears throat> don't say a real name, don't say a real name. Let's say Janine. Janine, okay. So um, I don't know anybody named Janine. Um, part of the reason that I think the story is sad, among many other reasons, is that it sounds like Janine was just ill-equipped to have a conversation that doesn't involve her talking about herself. Um, and that's that's sad to me, because I'll guess that Janine really did care about you and just had no idea how to deal with you not being the strong force that was holding her, right. um, that she had to be the strong force to hold you up. And she probably just felt like, Oh shit, I don't have a clue. Right. And I think that it's really common for people to freeze and they want to talk about themselves. They've heard somewhere along the line that that's not a good thing to do. So they freeze up and they think, I don't know what else to say. So if relating to people is your only skill and she couldn't relate, she was skillless in that moment. <laughs> and so what I'd like to help people with before we wrap up this episode is like, what else could you say? Because I do find that a lot of people find themselves speechless when you take away some things, when you say, all right, you know, don't be shaming, don't be blaming and don't talk about yourself. They look at me like, well, what the hell? Is that? <laughs> and there are a million things that are left. And so One thing I will say is if a person has come to you, they are trying to share something with you and you would like to be helpful. So you're Leslie and Janine has, no, no, let's not use you and Janine. Let's, let's use different people. Um, I don't know. Who did I use earlier? Kelly and Sally. So um, Sally has come up to Kelly this time and said, I really need to talk to you, Kelly. I've gone through some really terrible things. And Kelly has listened to this podcast and Kelly knows, okay, I'm not going to talk about myself. I'm not going to talk about myself. Don't make it about me. And 
Kelly's wondering then, what else should I be saying in this conversation with Sally that will help Sally through this tough time? Well, first of all, it's more valuable than you think to just listen. Mm. Uh, but if the silence gets a little awkward and you're really feeling like I've got to say something, why not ask questions and clarify what Sally has already said? That's like the Kate Watson thing. Ask questions. <laughs> Don't just talk. Ask questions. Well, sort of. I think that it's it's specifically, though, ask more about what has already been said. Right, right. You don't need to... Kelly doesn't have to add. Right. Kelly is under no pressure to add something new or to give something to the conversation. Kelly should just be really curious about what has already been said. Like, Sally, you told me that um, you and your mom have had struggles for years. What, what kind of struggles? Or you told me that you feel like your mom really puts you down what what happens when 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 you're feeling that way and just ask about what the person has already said rather than sharing your own mm -hmm. story just become an investigator you know wonder what more could I know about this what that does is it lets the person know you're really interested and you're really listening it also doesn't like shut them down and say like well you know if let's say that uh, I forget which one's which but let's say Sally yeah. says um, <laughs> well you know Kelly you're having issues with your mom well, when I had issues, when my mom and I were fighting, we went on a spa day together and, um, you know, we had a big argument beforehand and then we got massages and then everything was fine. So you should just do that. Yeah. This is a, this is something to avoid, which is, you know, here's what we did. It worked out fine for us. You should just do that because these things don't, are not universal. Um, Anecdote does not equal data. <laughs> yeah. And I will also say, look, there are going to be times where you're sitting there listening to your friend who's going through something terrible. And in your mind, you're saying, don't talk about myself. Don't talk about myself. Don't talk. I, I do this frequently. Don't talk about yourself. Just stay focused on this person. And what you're going to find once in a while is that that burning desire to talk about yourself is just so strong. You can't fight it. And when that happens and you just so desperately need to make it about you, Here's what I will ask you to do. At least ask the person if it's okay. That's, to me, the minimum is like, you might just say, that, like, if, if this is a conversation between you and I, Leslie, and you're telling me about, you know, work pressure that you're under and things that are really stressing you out at work, and I'm sitting over here going, oh, my God, I'm dying to tell her about this thing I'm going through at work, but I don't want to make it about me. I will try first really hard to not make it about me, and then if I just cannot resist the urge, what I might say is, Leslie, I don't want to make this about me but I do think I'm going through something similar and I think it might be helpful for you to hear, are you interested? And then I would let you tell me if this is a good time or if you want to finish sharing your story first. Yeah. And then, and then I think that the competition part ends. Yeah. You know, I recently had a friend um, do something like this. So I was talking about a problem in my life. She kind of jumped in and said, you know, I'm going through something similar, but do you, did you want to finish your story first? And I said, actually, yeah, I, I do. 
And it helped eliminate that, like getting cut off mid process. Right, yeah. I said, I, I'd love to hear your story. I just, I do want to finish mine first. Cause there's some things I haven't said yet that will like fill in the blanks. And it was lovely to get to finish my story and not feel cut off or like my time was up right. and I only got two minutes, but then I listened to her for a half hour. Um, and so I, I found it really helpful to be asked, like, is it okay for me to share something now? Or, or did you have more? I was like, Oh, I've got more. <laughs> I've got more to say. Um, and I, I think all of this can come down to a key question. When you're about to self-disclose and talk about yourself, I would just ask yourself, is is sharing this story about helping me or helping the person I'm sharing it with? Is sharing caring? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe we just found the title for this episode. Um, we knew we couldn't go with me too. That wasn't going to fly. So sharing, sharing is caring with a question mark that might work out. Um, but yeah, if you're about to share and you think it's because it's a helpful story for the other person to hear, maybe you should share it. And if you're just sharing because you want to talk about yourself and you need attention, shut the F up. Um, I think there's a big difference between being helpful and feeling helpful and self-disclosure often feels helpful, but shutting the F up often is helpful. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's the title of this episode. <laughs> Shutting the F up. <laughs> There's somewhere in between sharing is caring and shut the F up is going to be the title of this episode. Um, I think we can leave it at yeah, that. I think so. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and shut the F up. Bye, everybody.